0: Hi, I'm Steve Addison, and this is the Movements Podcast, a podcast for people who want to multiply disciples and churches everywhere. Today we're talking to Amy and Terry Ruff in Ghana about multiplying movements in West Africa.
1: side Christian Church just across the river from Louisville, Kentucky. And uh one of the tools we were using uh to help uh, motivate and mobilize people was the Perspectives Course on mm-hmm. the World Christian movement. And that course rocked my world. I, I expected it to rock everybody's world in the church, but it rocked our world, and uh and it was the strategic part that talked about, um, movements, uh, different mission pastors that I associated with my wife and I both served as mission pastors together. So they kept referring us to a guy named Garrison. So we had Garrison CPM books and we were handing them out to missionaries as as we visit them. And, uh, It it just, my passion grew, both of our passions grew Mm. for church planning missions. Uh, Um, but there, it seemed to be no interest. Yeah. Except mission pastors and even mission pastors, there were some that, that it, it like, it didn't connect. Uh, so, uh, and, why don't you tell we we uh, one of the missionaries that we were supporting was Martin Brooks. Why don't you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. So
2: he's with the mission sending organization, and he, um, we were visiting our mission partners for the church, and we kept asking, Lord, you know, is this is this where you want us to go? So every time we visited, we looked at the at the work and s- tried to see what God was saying to us. And one day Terry asked, uh, Martin, um, does team, does team expansion have any fields that, you know, that would, we could serve on. And, uh, so he says, yes, we're looking for, uh, someone to go to the Northern part of Ghana on the edge of the 1040 window to train nationals, to be uh, church planters. And so we came, we prepared, uh, and came uh, a year later because mm-hmm. our church uh, said they would be our, our, our sending church. And so, um, we arrived and, uh, thought we were going to set up a, um, a training center where we would bring nationals in and, uh, house them and train them and send them out. Yeah. Uh, but God, had other ideas. Uh, and so, uh, uh, we were here just a couple weeks and we met a a man who had uh been uh trained by um SIL in uh bible storying, uh which we had also uh because we realized that most of the people uh here in the northern region particularly do not read and write in the
1: village yeah. that we were going yeah. to uh, focus on mm. hmm. okay so and we look we look at our meeting of Isaac as Uh, just one of those things showing us uh, that God wants us more than we do, because we were still in Accra, which is the capital and it's way in the South, 12 hours South from where we are now. And somebody showed up where we were staying at, at a friend's house and introduced himself and asked what we were here for. And he said, well, you need to meet Isaac. And, and, we just purchased a truck. We were just getting ready to head to the north, move in, and before we even did that, God connected us with a guy that we worked for ten years that we've been here. Wow! And and uh, so I mean that's just sort of the way yeah. way it's been. It's sort of in divine moments. We mm-hmm. as we look back and mm-hmm. connections, and and then the way that God does it, you can't claim the credit. Because you know he, you didn't organize that. No, you don't organize the connections that are being made all over the place. You and it, it's so. I think one of the lessons that God is teaching us is being open to the doors that God opens and just thank Him for allowing being allowing us to be able to witness what He's up to.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Some
0: sometimes all, you can claim something we. Lord, we worked really hard while we were waiting for you to bring the breakthrough.
1: <laughs> but, but us working hard
0: didn't you know, it's just part of our service, oh. isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. So we uh we started um working with Isaac and uh doing Bible storying and uh working in the villages and they were planting some churches and maybe thirty or forty and uh but there wasn't a lot of multiplication. It was a one, 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 and then we uh, uh, went through some really difficult times and uh, uh, ups and downs throughout, as as every you know, Relationship. does. Yeah. And then um, we looked deeper into the T for T and uh, discovered the T R T and we yeah. started working with wow well, there's um, a couple of
0: acronyms there so oh, t for fine. t is uh, the training for trainers Steve Smith uh Yin Kai's book and methods yeah. and tell us what uh TR is it, tell us is TRT. 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 TRT
1: tell us what TRT uh, is rural trainers training, training rural trainers
2: okay. so it's more all oral, oral. Okay. and we started that in, in June of 2014 and uh, we're seeing God just work.
1: Yeah, that introduces to the three-thirds groups. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we had already started seeing a lot more fruit, a lot, uh, a lot more baptisms, a lot more groups being formed. And uh, then in uh, February of 2015, we were invited to a training to participate or help with the training uh in Burkina Fossil uh by our team expansion or our the organization we report to and Kurt Curtis Sargent that's where we met Curtis Sargent yeah. and when I heard that he was going to be there because I, I uh that then I invited I Isaac and then uh, uh a couple of his associates that, that I that have also been involved from the from the for the whole 10 years and uh from then on everything's history. I mean after that training, um actually Isaac started a couple churches while while he was in the training there in the community and left them in the hands of other people. And then he came back and and Isaac and Moses have, have both have been just going crazy ever since with, with So
0: what you're saying is really if you want to cut short this movement thing, just just go and find Curtis Sargent.
2: <laughs> <Here's the
0: training. laughs> That's that's been our experience,
1: but I can't.
0: Well, I'm I'm going to ask you in a moment just what what that breakthrough was about. But let's just backtrack a bit. You're in the north; it's rural. Tell us about the environment. What what sort of people? What sort of living situation? What What's it like to be there? I
1: would say the north is significantly like the South of Ghana, I would call it more a a developing country where in the North it's still third world. There's still a lot of poverty, a lot of, and it's a Muslim area, a folk Muslim. They they blend um, their Muslim beliefs with their animistic practices before they were Muslim. And so it's sort of a combination. And that's why we call it folk Muslim, but and,
2: um, but the litters, uh, the in the south, you would say in the bigger cities, there's a, a, a higher percentage, like 70 or 80 percent, that read and write. In the north, it's just the flip side of that, you know, there's maybe. 10 to 20% of the people in the Northern region that know how to read and write in any language. But I and would most say of it in is the villages though,
1: because so, when you get, mm-hmm. if you go into the cities, you always have yeah. uh, more literacy, but mm-hmm. yeah, like Tomaly is sort of the capital of the North and you know, it's about 500,000, 600,000, maybe more because it's growing rapidly. So, um, and I would say we're, we're going to try a, a literate approach to this called zume. Um, but uh but we've been using a, a, an oral zume basically
2: mm-hmm. up
1: until
0: now. okay. and and zume is that whole approach that Curtis has developed and right. seeing seeing fruit. So mm-hmm. so you it's a fairly rustic environment then. um yeah. People are poor. They're 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 Muslim, but they're also animist. The the spirit right. world is real, yes. and a lot of the gospeling and discipleship is done through storytelling.
1: But Yes, it's very rustic. But mud, mud brick houses made out of you know they they stomped in the mud, and <laughs> making the bricks and let them dry, and uh, thatch roofs and that type of stuff is is a normal sight.
0: Yeah. So what was the breakthrough that came through your time with uh Curtis Sargent in Burkina Faso?
1: It was a simplification. Uh TRT was still even though it had the it had the all the principles there, it was still trying to encourage you to teach i think too much for all learners. I mean, because yeah. they had quite a bit of, of stuff that you had to go through and where this was just you know the the, the three-thirds process mm. and um we of course we already knew about the accountability all that stuff was, was already there so, but it it's just so much simpler and uh and the we've we had been for for years partnered with uh this Ghana Institute of Linguistics, Literacy, and Bible Translation. That's where we're sitting right now in an editing room. And uh, we basically, because of the need for people to have the scripture that cannot read and write, we build a studio add-on to, to the audio that they had it's for so we can do video, audio as well. And so that's... Uh, we've been recording Jesus films, Walking with Jesus, which is in, in a follow-up to Jesus film in an African setting. It was actually filmed in Kenya. Uh, Old Testaments to New Testaments in, I think, probably 30, 35 languages uh, that the organization has translated in print. So we just took and brought in speak, uh, the speakers from those languages and recorded the Bibles in those languages so we can put them on chips and get them in the phones. Everybody has a phone. Um, so there's that aspect of the ministry that, that I think that people, people will sit around just listening uh, to music or the scripture in their mother tongue uh, constantly, you know, whenever they have some free time.
2: Yeah. We've given uh, chips to uh, oral learners Uh, believers they've been believers for years and the only access they have had to the scripture was sitting at church and listening to someone you know preach a sermon about a passage and giving them a chip and they'll just tear up and they'll just weep that they now have their own copy that the
1: family can listen to together you can load you know a, a lot of bibles so we we use 16 gig chips because that allows people to have several Bibles, but also have room for their own music and stuff. I don't want them recording over stuff we put on there. So, <laughs> so you're
0: but you're we, in a remote, but we only do... a remote part of uh, impoverished Ghana uh, with with people who are illiterate or semi-literate village dwellers, and part of the chat the strategy is uh, micro SD chips.
1: Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah because- I never dreamed that everybody have a phone, but they all have phones, yeah, and yeah. they all take the choice. so mm-hmm. of course some of the newer ones can play m p four so you get then you get into videos but but uh but it, they'll sit around and listen to an old phone, you know, hold it up their ear, yeah, um,
2: the other part about it is good that if someone is seeking um they can listen on their phone with headsets. No one knows what they're listening to, but they can absorb the word of God and come to a point where they want to uh, embrace Jesus Christ as their Lord and savior before, you know, um, the persecution starts around them from their families and the communities.
0: Mm. Okay. Now
2: let's just go back
0: to, you, you said that, um, one of the key things from the time with Curtis was simplification. Yes. Can you just unpack that a bit? It, it What, what did that look like? Um, sort of implement making what you were doing simpler.
1: It, well, loving God, love others, make disciples. Mm-hmm. I mean, very easy to grasp. So that's the, uh, the tool, tool kit or tool pouch, mm. uh, emphasis where you know load up your pouch and then the holy spirit will tell you which tool to bring out at what time a, a, a variety of tools hmm. uh you know from into any three obviously works well in our muslim environment but the god story uh three circles uh i think we picked up three circles after Curtis's training but, hmm. but i think i
2: the bless prayer
1: tool. The bless prayer. Oh, that—that's what amazes me the most. Because when you walk in a village doing prayer walking, the prayer walking, which is another tool, but when you walk in a village and somebody comes up and asks you what your mission is, which is a common thing, they, mm. they want to know why you're there. Um, the the comments. Th- everybody wants to be prayed for, mm. and and tell them we're in the village praying for the village and. Could we pray for you, and after you end praying with that person, you know whether you have a receptive person or somebody that's yeah. not interested and you and having that tool and then then trying to stay with that that receptive person until you can discern whether they're a person of peace or not, and usually that you find that out when you go to their they invite you to their house and then they have other family members or household people there. And uh, house churches started within a few weeks, you know, just mm. in a natural way instead of knocking on doors and trying to force it to happen.
0: Okay. So, so it's really, you needed to be in the field for a while, um, getting some experience, learning some stuff, learning what you didn't know. But then at a key point, that time with Curtis enabled you to see what you're doing with fresh eyes and Okay, let's streamline this. Let's make sure uh, these tools we're using are transferable to others, can multiply, still have impact. And so, what what was the looking back? What was the outcome of that of that shift? What What did you see happen in the field?
2: We uh, the the guys that were with us, Isaac and Moses, really captured. Kept- the vision they heard you know uh, the training they practiced the training while they were there and saw the results mm-hmm. of the training and captured a vision of what they wanted to see happen among their people groups mm-hmm. so they came back uh, they implemented it right away trained other people mm. in, in, mm-hmm. in the same process. And from that point to today, which is what, six, five years later, five and a half years later.
1: Well, it was, if it was 15 and it was mm-hmm. only 19. It was
2: four. Oh, four years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, uh, there's now probably over 3000 people in groups on a weekly basis
1: say say more than that we last last year we it was double from the year before so the year before in 2017 there were 1,650 baptisms and 380 new groups this night in 2018 there was 797 new groups and 3,511 baptisms so Wow. So if we keep multiplying, but it's it's not so much. I mean, he's doing training. He mm. he meets with his what we call regional leaders because we divided Gonjaland is the tribe we're we're focused on, but we're reaching out. To. We're baptizing people from forty six different tribes. So mm. a lot of people live in the land. and but as you're implementing these tools even if you're learning one tool a week or you're reviewing one tool a week, if you've already learned it, just to make sure that you you have that master that if as people use those tools, then leaders surface that are really, really planning the churches, really doing a lot of generational uh, groups. And, and those, you know, those are the ones that Isaac focuses on training more, but, Training the few Curtis keeps talking about, and that is what, you know, just like I've invested in Isaac and Moses for ten yeah. years now, uh, but it's all paying to me. It's <laughs> every every ounce of time is is yeah. paying off now.
0: So one of the keys to that time with Curtis was actually you took your guys with you, Yes. and they. It sounds like they really went another big step step in confidence oh. and ownership. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah well, I, I never forget at the end of the training Curtis because they talked about uh one house church for every ten house ten families or ten households in, in a village throughout Gongjaland. And Curtis said, Man, you guys got you guys some ambitious guys, <laughs> but they're going for it. Yeah. I mean, they are going for it. And, mm. and, and now, uh, Isaac, I mean, he went to Cote d'Ivoire to listen, to uh, share what he learned with the guy and uh, family that led him to the Lord. And he's got 100 groups going over there. He's gone <laughs> to Nigeria and done some training. I had to, those last follow up trip, we had to cancel because of the elections, but we'll, We'll be following up again there in the northern part. And he's gone to Niger. And then just recently he went to uh, a Big Life. I don't know if you know of that organization, but know. they had a, uh, a strategy. strategy coordinators meeting. And he was invited to that. So he went to that. And there they asked him if he would coach five additional countries. It's for people that are doing DMMS in additional countries, so again, this is not something that we sit down on a business plan yeah. and is <laughs> implementing our business plan. This is we're reacting to what God is doing, and because he and
0: you guys body. are putting you out of work, you know.
2: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We recently had a team of ten guys from mm. Zimbabwe who came mm. to Ghana for two weeks yeah. to do. DMM training and um, uh, mauling it, uh, practicing it. That's a long
1: it. ways for them to come.
2: And mm. uh, they've now gone back and they're implementing it. And, uh, and
1: and then Isaac, I'll send Isaac down there to follow up. Because we re- believe strongly probably that about, there's a lot of these tools that are great, but that maul tool, yes. model assist, watch and leave, <laughs> nothing will happen until they see they work. By through the mauling process that the tools work mm. and and not only they see somebody demonstrate it but they try them themselves mm. and they're being assisted to do it that that's when it clicks mm. and until that point it's just another class that people take and
2: no they may reason. never implement. Yeah.
1: Mm. We
2: came back after we went through Curtis's <laughs> training and we held what maybe ten different different DMM trainings with with mostly with pastors who were interested mm. and no not a one of them implemented okay. a, the training mm. but now we only do training uh if the people agree to the eight days two days uh in in class two days mauling two days mm. in class and two days mauling and they see it work, they practice it, and, and then they results. we see the implementation of the people who have been trained.
0: Right. Now, Terry and Amy, you you, you mentioned that, you know, you've invested a lot in, in especially uh, Moses and Isaac, and I imagine the other guys too. So what does that look like? What does investing in those key national leaders look like?
1: Well, it, at, at first, it was just getting them access to the, the tools, and we had a monthly meeting. At one time, with all the you know, uh, Amy and I, we work with Isaac and Moses to have them look at Gonjaland. How how are you going to go? How are you going to reach Gonjaland? Well, so they divided it into twelve segments, and and so we started in two segments, and. Isaac and Moses basically started uh, groups in those two segments until there were enough leaders that you, we could have what we call um, section, leaders. section leaders and then subsection leaders and then village leaders. This was all they came up with those things. Mm-hmm. But I would say Amy and I you know, sort of facilitated that discussion. We we didn't want it to be ours, we wanted it to be theirs. So... Um,
2: they each when we when we took on the first two segments each of them got a, an apprentice yeah that would go out with them and they would model it and build into those apprentices so now they that go we're, out
1: on their own with another apprentice
2: now now that we're in how many segments now? seven segments seven segments of, of the going to Loun, um, each of those guys each have an apprentice and so every time we send out a new DMMer, uh, they choose choose a leader that goes with them that then they build into. Yeah,
1: yeah. One of the things that, and I don't know if we we want to go there, but is I I couldn't get. I mean, how do you get these guys when they go to other segments? It's a long ways. Hmm. So how do you get them there? And and we provided. Um, uh, I asked for grant money, basically, yeah. to buy a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And and I know, as a, as a mission pastor, I would have been, been against that because I didn't want to create a dependency model that you can't sustain. Um, but now looking back, what God has done is the motorcycle helps develop the segment. Mm-hmm. The segment then develops, raises up the Section. Leader. Section. I keep forgetting section. <laughs> the section leader, and he gets a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Then the subsection leader walks, and the village leader walks. And so the end product is when we take the motorcycle away and move it to another segment. Uh, segment. Then, then there's there's enough section, subsection, and um and village leaders there to make to keep it going to maintain it. Okay. To do the
2: the pursueables, so we can take the DMMers uh, to new segments to do the finishables. So uh,
0: that's the so at the, the local level, um, they can walk. There's bicycles, whatever. But strategically, you're using the motorcycles for multiple. So the limit, you you've got, you're investing in multiplication rather than addition.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we were this year one of our goals. But I mean, they're they're going to be doing so much training in other countries. We we got a, a very important meeting on Thursday, so just just a couple days from now, because we have to plan out the rest of the year because there's so many things, so many countries that they're going to be going to. But uh, go, the goal for the, this year was the the uh, financial sustainability because we have enough groups that if and there and there a lot of them are taking offerings and using them for their immediate area to to for evangelistic outreach uh, but if if they take one of their offerings a month, which is very small mm-hmm. I mean we're talking probably less than two three u s dollars but if if you have a thousand groups doing that, they can buy their own motorcycles they can they can pay for their own. Airplane flights to other countries. Um, and, and if we double again next year, you know, it. you know, it, 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 I think it's very doable. But but <laughs> but on paper, it doesn't <laughs> always work out like you, yeah. you think. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the wonderful news is um, this thing's out of control.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> you know it's it's an uh, amazing work of God, um, and you've been able to witness it, and it's you get the sense talking to you that
1: it's only just beginning. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's yeah, yeah With the with, you know the the guys really have a vision of bushfires. Can. Uh, burning with the, the gospel message for Christ consuming from their area, the Northern and spreading wherever God would and in Zimbabwe burning up. So we, the whole continent and the Africans would finish the task. Yes. The disciples of all. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I think they've got the prayer life. They've got the passion, the sacrifice, um, I mean, they, they, I think they got what it takes to go to very hard areas to finish the task. So, yeah. now I would say something is that very early on we we found that our presence was not a good thing. It mm. introduced requests for money continually. Mm. Yes, because of the, the poverty environment that we were living in, and. And it got Isaac and Moses in trouble because I would say no, and then they they would say no to their people. But the people they wouldn't. They thought they were taking the money and keep it. Yeah. So very early, I stopped going. Hmm. I, I did a lot of cross checking, hmm. having different DMMers going to different networks, verifying, and because we're tracking all this on uh, GenMap that. Curtis yeah. <laughs> also makes available. So verifying that all this is actually happening um mm. and so it yeah i i hope i yeah it's very it's very likely that Amy and I within the next few years we might be further even further north um cuz we have a house here a small house here in in Tomley, mm. We could travel and work in and Land or some some of those other areas, uh, but who knows? I mean, I mean, yeah. the network in is—they're ready to take over the whole northern region. And so, your
0: priorities for both of you is—we um, can't. In fact, we're not Africans; <laughs> we never will be. No. No. but we we can uh, invest in those key people. And 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 they, as you said, they they will finish the task.
2: Yeah, yes, they will finish yeah. the task. Our role is coaching. Yeah. So and we're we're coaching uh, the people we're investing in to do a, a a good job of coaching the leaders that are under them. So, so their proficiency in using the tools. Um, and cho-
1: coaching checklist is a is brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know seeing how everybody is doing on each of the tools and have they mastered it. Um, and, and, and we're not meeting every month now with all the DMMers. We're meeting quarterly only at Isaac's requests. And, and, uh, and we meet weekly with Isaac and Moses to do all the planning. And I'm, all the time giving them more videos, you know, from that I download from the internet. They have little tablets with a hundred twenty eight gigabyte chip I can load full of resources. Right. And they they just listen and listen and listen. Wow. And take it well, all they're, in. They're your your sons
0: in yeah. In.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I imagine too. Their wives are your daughters. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's
0: wonderful. So uh, what's the battle been like throughout all of this time? Give us a bit of a a picture of of that.
2: Okay. We we started out, and, you know, of course, in every missionary's life is the honeymoon stage where everything is wonderful. And uh, we were having weekly conversations with our kids via Skype when the Internet would work. But eight months in, I discovered a lump in my breast and – Uh, was, you know, real concerned, gathered people around to pray. We went to Burkina Faso to do some testing to see exactly what was going on. Um, The doctor there, missionary doctor, said, uh, you need to go back now. And, Terry, you need to go back with her because this is serious. Back to the U.S yeah so that was uh, in our first year on the field, so uh we got back and discovered you know what it was uh decided a treatment plan, and then for the next year, as Terry said, uh, I went through that treatment program, and then he Terry would come back for surgeries um so at the end of that year uh came back in fact, we were doing uh, a what what training did we do via Uh, It was a it was a DMM training, wasn't it? With um, Frank Shatner. yeah. And uh, I was I was in uh, Peoria uh, doing radiation, and when I wasn't in radiation, I would check into the DMM training via Skype. And Terry was in uh, in Louisville doing that.
1: Garrison was at that training too. Yes,
2: yes. And so we came back and. I don't know how much longer we tried. Uh, we tried so many different things, like businesses and and things to help support the national workers. Everything failed. Uh, everything spoiled. Uh, then our national leader um, had a moral failure and decided because of a dream that he would...
1: The dream um, trumped the scripture of God. Yeah,
2: and that mm-hmm. he was following, he was going back into Islam, and he was taking, you know, the people that he had... had. Uh, well, it
1: was a lady in a very difficult town, and he, mm-hmm. he, he was really seeing her as a person of peace. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, God, we'd, we'd already had discussions about husband of one wives. wife and multiple wives because of the, the culture. And um but it, eight months basically uh, I mean w- uh, without repent any signs of repentance he was he was going for the dream and I said, oh, I can if you're going to go with a dream that trump's trump's the word of God, I cannot I cannot continue to pour into you or, or and, and, so. so
2: we separated and then joined with this translation organization which opened up all of the audio and video uh, capabilities for uh, creating, you know, chips with audio, so people that don't read and write can hear the words. So that opened up that door. Um, and, then and Isaac
1: then, shows up on her doorstep after uh, well, somebody that it, from the U.S. That we have several teams that came over to build relationship with Isaac, and they were broken hearted. With, Because uh, he's the one that fell brokenhearted and came and said, I came to tell you I love you and that I've been praying for you. And they gave a prayer blanket to comfort. She wrapped herself up in it because she was I mean, she remained faithful through the whole whole process. And um, anyway, like a week later, he showed up my doorstep, said, I feel like a, a ram you. caught in a thicket deep in the bush. And I want to come back. And wow. so... So we were, you know... So when repentance showed up, then then I, I with a local pastor from the same tribe that I respect, um, uh, worked, started working with Isaac for about a year and a half.
2: Through restoration. Through a,
1: re- oh, a fairly lengthy ro- restoration mm-hmm. process. And then even... As it started back up, it was gradual. But now I feel I feel really strong. Of course, you. you I I, I think he's come a long ways. But you always, when when trust has been violated, it's always in the mind. You know that that's how they can hit you again.
2: Mm -hmm. Hmm. But we've gone, and then the the other leader fell and went through a restoration process with him and so it showed the it showed the two of them especially that leaders are going to fall hmm. leaders but if if there's repentance it, restoration can Repentance
1: happen. was hard for both of
2: them. Yeah.
1: Second one when he broke he cried like a baby for hours. Yeah. yeah. But up until that point he would not admit that, that there was an issue and uh, Isaac and I were basically just confronting him hmm. and uh, then uh, so but in no. the us I, I was on the management team of a mega church and mm. somebody did that I would fire them. yeah <laughs> yeah and they move so, on I'm not, I'm not proud of that I mean I mm. believe that restoration mm. should take place there too yeah but here you I just felt compelled. I, we, we've got to restore these guys. And, and it it's a lot, of, uh, a lot of hard work and a lot of time. But so that's, you know, and, and, uh, just, then I've had kidney stones probably five, six times, mm-hmm. uh, Been been back to the us two times just for surgeries, surgeries here as well. Um, I mean, it's just that a lot lost a teammate,
2: deadly
1: died died on the field uh and that was and the process of trying to get it so that you know he could get his body shipped back to the u.s and going through all the stuff that we didn't have a clue that we we're going to have to do
2: um, and and then um i was we've been robbed uh but five times five times but the one that i was uh, held at knife point. Hmm. And so that was traumatic. So I went through depression, went back, uh, for, uh, trauma counseling and for, you know, working through the depression. I think though that the most surprising thing to us is the attack on our marriage and how difficult, you know, it has been, uh, you know, Satan knows where to hit you. Mm. that hurt. And he has put us in every area. And with our son, you know, being here on the field and our son, uh, his wife left him and just our hearts being ripped out at that. I mean, the enemy is not, doesn't want this to happen. And we're taking territory away from him and, and he will attack at every point he thinks he can get you to quit.
1: There's so much at stake yeah if we push through this, there's so much at stake,
2: yeah we can't
1: and uh mm-hmm. so I because mean, just the living here is not easy
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and and uh so and so when you're tired and you're mm-hmm. you know all the things that you that annoy you
2: well and so, in the states, mm-hmm. you know we both have uh we both would have outlets of friends, you know, like girlfriends for me and guys that he would hang yeah. out with in uh, the small group experience. And so here it's just, you know, us and our, you yeah. know, we have teammates, but you know, you don't have those normal outlets. So yeah. it takes a toll.
1: Yeah.
0: So in the midst of these amazing fruitfulness, <laughs> what God is doing, um, the, it, there has been a constant, in fact, from oh. within a year, you know, your, your life was at stake, Amy, facing yeah. cancer back in the States yeah. for treatment.
2: Yeah, it's true.
0: But you've been there 10 years in this battle. So yes. what has God taught you about prevailing and overcoming in the midst of, of the battle? What's he taught you?
2: Number one, we promise to always walk through the doors that he opens in front of us. Mm-hmm. Number two, he wants this more than we do. Number three, this is not our home. This is not where we rest. Mm. This is not where everything is good. Heaven is where we will receive reward and we will receive rest. And... and um enjoy um uh, his glory around the throne
1: for you yeah, and, and for me it, it, to me the it doesn't a lot of a lot of people didn't make sense to you will to you and, and probably most of the people listening to this but that it's worth it um if it will finish the task and what what we're seeing we think has a well, I mean, we continually talk about finishing the tasks in my generation. I'm 68 years old. But if multiplication is used, we can do it. And so, and, and what's at stake is the glory of God. Because people like that, like Curtis Stocks and The Pace, are going to hell. And If we don't stop that flow, it's not just the fact that people are going to hell. It's that God will not receive glory from the people he intended to share his glory with for eternity. And I I wake up dreaming about all the people that will not be around God's throne and the catastrophe that is and how unjust that is. That I, I say that. Is what is is what we got to be willing to push through until the very end about. And I got this growing anger and towards Satan, <laughs> <laughs> and and how clever he's been to steal God's glory both in heaven and on earth. And we have let him do it. We got it. We got to get serious about this and put an end to this. Hmm. So that's what, that's what we've learned. No matter what happens, <laughs> that's at stake. And, it, you know, so we got to push
0: through. Well, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the Movements podcast, don't forget to leave a rating and a review. It really helps to spread the word. I'm Steve Addison for the Movements podcast.